Hello Royals, happy Friday and welcome back to this day in history. I'm your host Sean Cavanaugh. There are no announcements for today so let's get to the history. As I said on Wednesday, this is part two of my episodes on Franklin Delano Roosevelt. With that, let's pick up where I left off. FDR had won the gubernatorial election of 1928, thus becoming the governor of New York. Here's where FDR would become the leader we all know today. During his tenure as governor, he started his fireside chats where he addressed his base with radio broadcast. FDR also campaigned for large public works projects such as hydroelectric power plants. He even witnessed the Great Depression as governor. He started the first state employment commission and was the first governor to favor unemployment insurance. This made Roosevelt very popular in New York, and he was re-elected with a 14% margin. With Roosevelt's success, he figured it was time to focus on his true goal, the presidency. By 1932, the Great Depression was in full swing and Herbert Hoover was not doing a good job. Since FDR did well in New York managing the Great Depression, he was automatically the frontrunner of the Democratic Party. Roosevelt would also be the frontrunner in the election. He won 57% of the popular vote in every state but six. Boy, it's really apparent how unpopular Hoover was. Although FDR was very unpopular to one man named Giuseppe Zangara. Zangara hated FDR so much he made an attempt on his life. However, a woman intervened and hit Sangara with her purse. The would-be assassin missed his shot and hit Mayor Anton Cermak instead. After surviving this attempt on his life, FDR started his presidency. He quickly began fixing the American economy and helping the American people. He used his previously established fireside chats to propose reliefs and reforms to Americans. FDR also instituted the Emergency Banking Act. This act allowed FDR to control the opening and closing of banks and the Federal Reserve to issue banknotes. This act was highly successful as it finally stopped a run on banks and returned around a billion dollars to banks. Roosevelt also established a Federal Emergency Relief Administration, which helped distribute relief funds to the states. FDR established a Public Works Administration and Civilian Conservation Corps, continuing his fascination with public works projects. These agencies helped Americans by offering them jobs and restarting the economy. By 1936, FDR had restarted the economy, but it was still slow. Republicans tried to pose a challenger to FDR, but all they could come up with was Alf Landon, a bland governor from Kansas. It also did not help the Republicans that Hoover came back for another shot at the presidency. With this, FDR was naturally re-elected. This time, he only lost two states to his opponent. For this term, FDR had a battle with the court system. They did not uphold many of FDR's policies and economic regulations. In return, FDR tried his best to control the court by packing it with his own picks. However, this did not work for him as he faced backlash from his own party. He did get his way though, as by 1941, seven of the nine newly appointed justices were his picks. It should, it should also be noted that many modern workplace standards were enacted under FDR. He mandated federal minimum wage, required overtime pay, and outlawed child labor. You have to give FDR credit for these milestones. Now it's time to talk about what everyone has been waiting for. FDR and World War II. Since Brim was an ally of the United States, FDR sought to support them. This meant that the U.S. industries were set on providing weapons and supplies to the British and other nations. Roosevelt, also being cautious, started rearming the Army and Navy. FDR would conduct a secret meeting with Churchill where they would draft the Atlantic Charter. This charter outlined the global war and what the two nations sought to achieve afterwards. Of course, the Day of Infamy rolled around. I did an episode on that day, so check it out if you want. It gives an excellent background into what happened and the causes of the attack. Anyway, with this surprise attack, the United States declared war on Japan. In return, Germany and Italy declared war on the U.S. Thus, the United States of America was drawn right into World War II. When I mean the economy ramped up with this war, I mean it. Unemployment, which was at an all-time high, plummeted to only 1.5 million. 
Some people, including myself, feel that World War II pulled the United States out of the Great Depression. FDR himself also played a crucial role in this war as well. FDR met with other big nations such as Britain and the Soviet Union to coordinate their efforts. Roosevelt knew that if these nations were not unified, they would surely lose the war. This preparedness is also seen in how FDR hedged his bets. Fearing that Germany was creating a superweapon, he ordered the start of Project Manhattan. This top-secret project was started to develop nuclear weapons for the United States. Under FDR's leadership, the war was going well. Dwight D. Eisenhower, who Roosevelt chose to lead a multinational coalition, had successfully invaded Africa and Italy, not to mention that D-Day was successful too, leading another front against the Germans. However, FDR himself was not doing well. He had been serving three terms and had just been elected to his fourth. He was old and he was tired. Despite these odds, Roosevelt pushed on and hid his health from the public. He got paler and thinner, which shocked many. While at his retreat in Georgia, FDR complained of a terrible headache. He went unconscious and then died on April 12, 1945, at 3.35 p.m. That marks the end of one of America's greatest presidents, at least according to some. Despite all of FDR's flaws, he was still a good president. And I should remind everyone that we're all human. We're all complex creatures who make mistakes. And, at the end of the day, FDR led this nation through one of the worst conflicts this world has ever known. At least to me, he's cool in my book. Well, that wraps it up for today, Royals. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I know I did. Well, either way, thank you for listening, Royals, and happy Friday.